I'm going to have a panic attack again. Oh, well, you're going to have to start it because I'm eating and drinking here. Hello everyone, it's so different to you, how are you lads, I'm Carly, but welcome back to the That's What I Heard podcast with myself, Sean Phipps. And myself, Carly Mahadi. <laughs> we just want to say a huge thank you, we can finally actually put it out there that we actually know some listeners and downloads and whatnot and it's going very well and we're very happy with where we have been so far, given the fact that it is only our first podcast and we're still finding our fee, so for myself and Carly, a huge thank you. And producer Rain for helping us. Put one foot in front of the other, even if you can't remember half the podcast site is editing. But, still. Um, but this week's episode, we have a lovely friend of ours, Paige. Hi, Hi guys. Who it's good to is be here. going to be touching on basically it's a Pride podcast, lads. Happy Pride, everyone. Happy, Happy Pride, Pride Month. Now, Pride is over. I hope you've had a ball and you're still dying when you're listening to this because it's not going to be released next week. So, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's really it. And I don't really know what to say after this. So, if someone could help me, that would be great. So if you want me to just jump in and just kind of introduce myself, my name is um, Paige Behan. Uh, I've worked in the George for about six years. Mm-hmm. I know. Exactly on now. I know Carly and Sean for for a long time, and I said I'd jump onto this podcast and kind of talk about myself as being trans and intersex, considering it's a Pride episode, and touch base on a few things that like would normally be kind of showcased and shared on normal platforms, such as different podcasts. I haven't actually heard anything about trans issues or anything to do with kind of pride everyone jumps on the bandwagon for pride but uh yeah thought I'd come on and, and we're absolutely buzzing to hear your experience because like, do you know what as many times as we have drank and been out and being absolute little brats together yeah i've never even touched on the topic no like carly put it in she's like Paige is coming on to the podcast she's like it's about pride and she's like Paige is like intersex what is like intersex like if you can break it down like so like I would kind of basically say I'm trans for the simple fact that like I I don't it means like I don't have to explain it to people what intersex is but basically I lived I was born as male categorized as male at birth and when I turned 16 I got really sick so I was getting heartburn heartburn of all things heartburn Heartburn. I was getting heartburn an awful lot and like I was getting dizzy and stuff all the time didn't know what was going on going to my GP my GP was um, doing loads of tests went for an ultrasound and turns out I have an ovary so I was born with a disorder of sexual development or hermaphroditism is what it's so like both like both, yeah. But it comes in, it, it's it's a spectrum, basically. Right. So, like, some people can be born with both sets of genitalia, or some people can be born with... That was with, my question. Yeah. So, it, this was inward and you, this wasn't a, wasn't an outward. outward. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, basically, um, I never developed an Adam's apple. My voice never dropped, never grew body hair, kind of that kind of thing. Yeah. Great. Penny off me, therapy. Love that. But yeah, so um, I was basically given the option at 16 whether I wanted to have my ovary removed and go on testosterone and start a transition. Not really a transition, but to kind of develop more as male. Right, okay. But it was illegal in Ireland to start hormone replacement therapy for cross-sex at the wow, time. Right. So I couldn't start hormone replacement therapy at 16 because it was illegal in Ireland. Right, okay. And like, what was the whole thing illegal? Like, was it dangerous to do? Considered or was a just, child, realistically. Just, yeah, like, I'm, considered, so. I'm considered underage. So I met a bodybuilder on Grinder. <laughs> I swear. Here we go. Okay, uh, we're going straight off in. We go. Off we go straight in. No kissing. Um, he was selling me estrogen 
in Jacksonville Estrogen. So and <laughs> now you're on the no, black market. Now you're on the black no, market. No, honestly, no, in hindsight, guys, the worst thing that could have ever been done in my entire life. But yeah, <laughs> was in Jacksonville Estrogen to me like every two weeks, hadn't a clue about the dosage, didn't know what I was doing whatsoever. So this when you were 16? This when I was 16. And oh God, anybody starting their journey, by the way, can we just definitely this, highlight that? This do not do I'm that. Trying to <laughs> do not try yeah. this at home, guys. Basically yeah. is what we're saying. Worst thing I ever could have done. But like, take, like in Jackson Estrogen, all I was doing was raising my testosterone to cancel out that estrogen. So it never really did that for me. Only gave me a blood clot. So Oh, Jesus Christ. Know. It was like battling each other, basically. Yeah. 100%. It was just pure contradicting each other. Then when I turned 18, I started um, a testosterone blocker and went on estrogen and haven't really looked back since. I'm sitting here about two lashes on my face now. Like easement from Prank's new group. But come here to me. So when you went about transitioning correctly realistically did you explain to your doctor like look I'm been taking this estrogen were they able to tell by your blood levels they pull you up on it but see like when I was forced going through all the tests before everything came out my estrogen was quite high and my doctor asked my mum was I buying anything online because oh, the, 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 no <laughs> but this was before I started to take yeah, estrogen yeah but um, the doctor was like, is she taking the pill? Or is, this, is he taking the pill or anything like that? My mum was like, not that I'm aware of. I wasn't. My, nest, my estrogen was just naturally high at the time. So that, that kind of sparked an interest for more kind of in-depth testing towards what was going on. And how bizarre was that to you to turn around? Yeah. So you're having these problems within yourself and like you, like you said, you were having the headaches and all the whole long mm. you didn't know what was wrong with you. Were you not baffled when they turned around to you and said, oh, Paige, you actually have an ovary? Not really. An ovary. Like, not really. No, like, no. Did you have a feeling? It wasn't that I had a feeling, but it was just like, it felt like something kind of made sense in the back of my mind. And like, right. to be fair, I'd never met anyone that was trans, never never even seen a drag queen at 16 years of age. So I didn't know what that was. Now, would you have been a feminine boy? Oh, very, yeah. Said? Right. My, my mum always said I was, I, was, I was a feminine, not camp. Do you know what I mean? Right. There's a difference. Okay. So yeah, um, I don't know. Like I, I started my transition not knowing what the f*** was going on, to be honest with you. And like for years, I felt like a man in a dress. Like when I was transitioning, I felt right. like what I was doing was really wrong. Do you know that kind of way? Because like, that shame is embedded in people, regardless. Yeah, yeah. And especially like the areas, like the like you're from oh. Crumlin, you're from Fingers, I'm no, from Ballyfermot. First of all, before you go any further, I'm not from Crumlin. So I'm driven around. Oh, oh, I'm not the same, all right? <laughs> right. So yeah, I'm not. I'm from Drimlin. Because they're all the Stones, and Sun Drive Drive, though. Yeah. What? Sundress. You don't win this year, Frank. Or Castellos. Only went to Cardinal Castello. Right, right. Yeah. One, right. But yeah, no, as you were saying, from Ballyfermot. But yeah, there's like that undertone of. On education, like it's not closed mindedness, it's not people trying to be it's just pure and utter like they they, they just don't get it. Curiosity of people. Yeah. Is it's great. I love it. But like there is some people that want to kinda know what the gossip is and know what the tea is for the sole fact to have that kind of against you, do you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's more so, yeah, it's like a manipulative thing, sort of wanting to figure out your business mm. rather than oh, yeah. being actually so interested in it. Like I remember the first time we met, I was riddled with cancer, I was needy, but that stage remember I had yeah. no hair. We went yeah. back to Blaine's we that to party. Blaine. And you were walking around with the drain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you were chasing our lynch, remember yeah. when we were in the room? Yeah. They were like, Yeah, the thing was leaking to bits. Oh. Yeah, no, but I had no hair at this stage when I first met Paige. So um, so we were sitting in the sitting room. Do you remember like a load of random people had came in and me and you were literally up to ear, neck and a heart to heart. I was explaining my situation. All, yeah. yeah, you were telling me about your situation and I just remember being so fascinated. Like I was amazed by it all. And obviously then we had gotten into conversations about how you deal with that in your personal life mm. and so on. Mm. But I just... Obviously, I had heard because you get the word tranny thrown around and you yeah. get the word this, that, and do you know this type yeah. of thing thrown around? And people then get mixed up and then they're like, oh, there's cross dressing, oh, there's drag queens. Like, people don't know 
the actual meaning of trans mm-hmm. or the actual meaning of intersex. Sure, you're only after educating me there now. I'm only yeah. after learning no, properly. No, literally, I'm yeah. like... Very I thought good. intersex was when it was an outwardly an thing hour. and you're born with the two genitalia. Yeah. I wasn't aware that you are considered intersex because you had an ovary. Yeah. So I'm so... Like, you're educating the children right now. After Lyra. Mm. No. But like, yeah, but like, even when it comes to like, that word tranny being thrown around, for instance, like... Like, sometimes I don't really... Like, you can't really blame people for saying something like that because they, they think it's okay because they've never been pulled They're up. They're not on. educated. They're they not didn't grow up around anybody like that or been educated. in that situation. Yeah. So it is one of them things. And even when it comes to it, like, personal life and stuff like that. Like, when I first started to transition, I saw being being a woman was, like, looking as feminine as possible, acting as feminine as possible, trying to come off in certain ways as the most feminine person that you can be. But, like, I remember waking up this only like, it, I'm transitioning nearly seven years. Yeah. And it took me, only last year, I woke up and I sat in the bed and I was like, I'd walk down the road in a nip. Does not bother me. That does not make me <laughs> any less of a woman. No. I can have my hair in a bun. I have two lashes on my face, as I said. Not a screen of makeup on. I'm in a tracksuit at the minute. Me presenting myself in a certain way does not make me any less feminine or any less female no. whatsoever. No. Paige, you exude more femininity than me. And I don't mean that as in, you know what I'm saying? No. You, mm. I look at you and I'm like, she's so, like you're just a woman and you exude. And I said this from the moment mm. I met you. Sexuality. Yeah. You're a real sexual kind of being. Like I said that from the time I met you. I was like, I was like what is this. it? Like there's just something about you that's around you. Like you exude femininity but you know what it is as well like a certain part of me loves loves doing that for the simple fact that like i mean let, let's say fellas like if i'm on a night out and done up to nine <laughs> done, and you're out and you're at a bar and someone tries to chat you up and they're buying you drinks it's like i'm not going to tell them in that moment that like oh here by the way i spent 16 years of my life as a bloke none of our business no yeah. but there's always that like like let's say for instance i go on a night out and i'm chatting with a fella i could show that fella how like smart funny yeah, bit yeah. crack mental i am yeah. the second i say something like that everything goes out the window they completely forget everything that i've been saying for the last half an hour it's like you're just putting a corner all your life yeah literally but then, and even like, at that like you're just still yeah. afraid to say anything because like i'm just gonna ruin my moment yeah and, and if it, that did happen you're like i'm not having a ball yeah and now i'm just an idiot like but it's, it's really like that's yeah. not the case at all but then like stu- stupid things that like that they'd say in their head and they're like oh like does that make me gay for being attracted to you or it's like <sighs> no you're attracted to me because you see it because like, you're seeing who I was. You're seeing who I was. Like so I don't. Here's my blossom. My authentic self is my authentic self. Like there you go. That's what it is. But yeah, that's like, just so horrible though. Like imagine yeah. you're like that, just having a conversation with someone. You're genuinely bouncing off them. You know yourself when you have even a connection with someone you've just met, and mm. you know if it could like kind of come to fruition and be a bigger thing, and things are going great, and then you turn around and tell them something that's essentially a huge part about you, and then they're like, I know, keep it. Mm. Like, so you're gonna like deny opposite, that genuine like you're gonna deny that genuine connection just yeah. because? Like I, I don't understand why people are like that. But you know what it is as well? Like I don't think it's um I don't think it's the people themselves sometimes. So like ninety nine percent of the fellas I meet do not have a problem themselves with me being trans intersex it's mainly what other people think it's what their friends and family think and it's like what am I amazed gonna say? I'm gonna give you an example. I was seeing a fella there for a, a while. <laughs> Friends and family didn't know I was trans, and then all of a sudden I went out one night, and one of the girls I told one of his girl, one of his friends' girlfriends, yeah, when I was in the toilet of a pub, and the next day the lads' WhatsApp group they were saying awful things about me, all his mates, <gasps> horrible things about me. If you're bored, you see a fella, oh, you know stuff like that. And for God. me, it's lying back beside him and look at him reading these messages in a WhatsApp group and not standing up for me was the absolute boiling point for me. Yeah. Like it's, but it really is like it's they're too concerned about like. Their friends closing their front doors and talking about them to their mm-hmm. to, to their family and being like, "Oh, did you hear him? Oh, him around the corner was going out with such and such and on." Who actually gives a f- 
about anyone else's life and what they do. Like, if you want to be happy, be my guest, be happy. Yeah. But don't try and sugarcoat it to me and say, well, I'm not telling my friends and family just to kind of, for you. You don't that for yourself. Do you know what I kind yeah, of like? Yeah. There's always that little undertone of transphobia, even with people that want to understand it. Yeah. You know? That's the main part. If they can't understand it there and then, people they're never going to understand it. I feel and if they did, they've, like, already, they've already born to bridge with you there and then anyway. Like, life is in the heart. Like, <laughs> like it's, not. it's not. I have trans friends that are going through transition and that have fully transitioned. Mm. And like, that, look at him, it's that bloke. Just yeah. because someone Jealous had no bastards. interest in you, you have to go and attack something so personal within them. You couldn't just say, oh, look, he's had to go for someone else. It's yeah. poxy. No, look at that bloke. Look where I'm going. I'll never forget years ago. There was, um, remember the right venue? Yeah. There was disgusting. It's not as bad as David, but just as well off the carpet. But there was a that picture. Carpet sticky and Diva, though. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. The floor is lava. No, the floor is lava. <laughs> but um, there was a picture in the right a new years ago, and it was the photographer had taken it, and it went onto the the Facebook page, and it was of a straight lad kissing a trans girl. The comments underneath that, I now I couldn't this? even repeat it back. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't even repeat it back. It was disgusting. And at that, it actually was long enough. It was probably about just when you started transitioning, probably about seven or eight years mm. ago. And this wasn't widely accepted. This was seen as like as alien. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? So people really went hell for leather underneath yeah. that. I will never forget the abuse. And it's just like, although something is peculiar to you, why would you feel the need to so passionately? Go against yeah, something. Yeah. Like, what's in you? Why are you so spooky about that? Like, is there something uh, that's hitting an yeah, air yeah, with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what's going on there? Why are you so angry for? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And yeah. is that your little suppressed emotion someone's after twiddling their finger over? Yeah. That's what I often find. And like that, me and Paige is only saying in the car on the way up here just before we got you. It's always the straightest of the straight. Mm. It's always the men with full ass families like, and children. Now even like, I just and we here we go. Let us let it. us have it because this is the problem. So I started seeing a fella just before <laughs> COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Now a little bit older than me has a child, comes from one of the areas that I mentioned that you are from, not gonna mm-hmm. go any deeper. But seeing him before COVID Big huge thing. So, I don't know, the two of us ended up having more. I stopped really talking for a little while because it wasn't working and I ended up seeing someone else. But the only reason I got into a relationship with that other person after him was just to just get over him. So, a couple of months ago, we split up from me from my last relationship. Me and him got back talking again. Now, when I mean like us going out with each other, it was basically just like him collecting me, us going for a little bit of food in the car, sitting up at viewpoint, you know, stupid stuff like yeah. that. But then we kind of started like going out for dinner and stuff, but it was always, remember me and you, the back ass, darkest pub in the back of Kalini. Yeah. Where nobody can <laughs> Literally, see, come you know, on the table in the corner, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't hold my hand, who are you? <laughs> so, yeah, it was it's, it was like that. But there, my birthday was last week, so I just got the country. Down the country now, I mean playing Happy Families, me going into this club cab and changing the bed clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm on FaceTime to you. Like Mrs. Muffa going around no, and like, <laughs> yes, this is my house. The but then on FaceTime to you, then you were like, um, show me. So here I am trying to angle myself in certain ways on FaceTime so you can bleed and see if I was there. But, but imagine you even having to do that, like, is what ridiculous. I'm saying. But like, like, oh, imagine trying to sit myself a certain way so you can see who I'm with. That mm. person should be up singing and dancing that mm. you're spending time with them in the first place, not mm. f***ing hiding in the background yeah. of a poxy picture. But like, Literally. What was even worse is that like we, we were in the back of like Wexford, Arklow, and like the two of us going shop and get a few bits in. Literally playing mammies and daddies. That's the, what, yeah, my thing in my head. Yeah. Like, doing everything <laughs> together. Like, we went swimming. Like, we went sea swimming and all. Like, we literally spent nearly four days together. Just the two of us weren't even around anyone else. And it was amazing. 
And then the Tuesday night two of us are lying there in bed roaring crying because we didn't want to do the end. But yeah, that's not my problem. Like, and I yeah, that's couldn't have said it any fucking I mean? better. Yeah. That's not your problem. But that is something that I'm always going to have to like consider. Consider yeah. because like at the end of the day, I am trans intersex. So like I'm, I can't run away from that. I just have to embrace that. But it's always going to be a topic of conversation. Well, you know? that's always. such a gorgeous part of you like it's obviously not your full personality because mm. anybody that knows you knows you has personality for no. days and days she's actually not being as witty as she is right now and I'm really this loving is it. it she's being very responsible Paige is, is a force to be honest with you over person and that is it's a part of you but it's a minuscule part of you it shouldn't yeah. be a deciding factor mm. in yeah. somebody wanting to progress in a relationship with you mm. and uh, like these people should realise they're lucky enough to have the opportunity to be around it in the first place mm. So why they don't embrace that is just a little bit strange to me. If it's well, like saying that as well, like there's there, there's an awful lot about myself that like I don't even know yet. Like I was talking to Maddie today, and uh, when I I was talking about when I started my transition, like mm-hmm. I went to bed one night in a in a vest top, and I woke up and me Diddy was in the kitchen making breakfast. I I just set a beer that I literally grew overnight, and here I am. It's down there, butter with a slice of toast. Like, <laughs> so, so like it's things like that, like that I still don't know about myself. Like it's it's that it's that kind of funny journey. Like and even with hormone replacement therapy, like I made a cup of tea today and I put the milk in the press, and my mum's following me around. I'm wrapping. Oh, would it be like chemo, Brian? Similar yeah. enough, I seen actually on TikTok there's a lad that I follow. I forget his name. He's from Ireland. He's from the country, and he was saying that ever since he started transitioning and ever since he's on hormones, he's like lads. I didn't have the best brain in the world before he said, but it's like, I can't hold concentration to act and I can't remember anything. Carly. Oh, that sounds like me. I watched <laughs> a three and a half minute video of a dog with three legs the other day and <laughs> I was vocal. Oh, no, no, that's because in the back of your head, you're really a vet. Just letting everyone else is a veterinarian. <laughs> veterinarian. But I was vocally crying, like howling. Howling in my room, my mom was like, are you all right? I was like, no, just video, please. Like, very bad. So, yeah. Did you cry when you say me with one leg? Yeah, I cried. Well, now I cried and I seen your ankle go. The video of the dog was of you. It was you. You <laughs> oh were the dog. God. I've only three legs left. Jesus. <laughs> I want to keep them going. But, um, but yeah. now it must be bizarre for you like that between your emotions being all over the place, probably your brain not mm-hmm. being 100%. So mm-hmm. you probably just feel fucking all over the shop. You were still in school when this was happening, were you? Yeah, I went to all boys school from first year to third year. Yeah. After me junior. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I, uh, during, the, during the castle I went to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like. No, I'm OLM. I'm not Drimna. Oh. Mm, here we go. So, how was your experience in secondary school going through? Yeah, all I want to know if it was the same as mine. Well, like, from Forza to Torture, like, the school I went to was awful. Like, they used to throw tennis balls down corridors for people, turn their bags inside out. I was locked in a room for a half an hour in Jimmy Castle in the woodwork room. Here's me, like, storing out all the wooden knocks. I was like, they let me out eventually, like, you know. <laughs> 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 uh, Mrs. Hinch in the woodwork room. Ah, uh, me, spreads the floor all over the gap. <laughs> but, like, like, it was that kind of thing. And, like, when I left, when I left the all-boys school and started to transition, I skipped fourth year and went to fifth year in, like, a disadvantaged area school, Kymore College. Okay. And was that mixed? Or no, was it's, that? It's, it's a skill. Yeah, a, a mixed skill. Right. But I'm telling you now, the last two years of skill were the best two years. Like I walked in there in fifth year, and like nobody, like I knew people because they were from my area and yeah. stuff. But everyone was so nice, so kind, so accepting, so nurturing. The teachers were great. Everything was just so much better. 
and you never hear things like that. Usually, you always hear of people struggling, so it's lovely Had to hear a great that. time, like, oh, great it, was like time. it was like you only started school in fifth year, yeah, the way you wanted it. Oh, to yeah, be, and like, I loved it last and you year. Loved it then. I shivers that made me really happy. And imagine if the four, second, and third year had it been in that scale, imagine oh, what else you could have done. Imagine, or imagine yeah. fire yeah. around, like, I probably like, would have transitioned a bit earlier, like, you, you know, straight out of the room. Hello, I'm ready, <laughs> it's yeah, me. no, yeah. Me with a better set of lashes out of the room than I do now. Like, were you like me? I know in scale, like, don't get me wrong, I'm like class clown, but this is like my safety net. Mm. Like, I'm like, if someone's laughing at me, I'm like, right, grand. I'm like, they're actually normally the ones that swing abuse, but they haven't abused me in about a yeah. week. So I'm like, if I literally just do something funny, they're just not going to. This is what I done in scale. Like, do you get me? Yeah. That's my safety net. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I knew everyone and talked to everyone, but I was like, I know it's going to get hurdled eventually. Yeah. But I actually wasn't that bad in school. Like, it was more or less like uh, outside of school, the lads that we hands of coke to go down the road and I was like I'm not turning around to fight you because I physically can't yeah. I was like but I the only safety net is me is just being like a little class clown like what I'm just being people pleaser because I'm like if I wasn't that I was like I probably would absolutely just be depressed out of nugget and Which did you, you have a really bad experience in secondary school no like and again like because I was like people pleasing and being the class clown it's not the same that I do it now like I do mm. it for me now do you get yeah. me like and I know who I am now and I love that but like I also, I think the sports helped that I was growing on that football, like, and I had basketball as well. Like, yeah. That yeah. kind of helped as well in a way. You like, had your oh, masculine side. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was, yeah. Did you not find that the people that, like, had stuff to say about you and the people that bullied you? The ones now and now, like, if they're on a night out, they're like, me, me, Matt loves you when you get a photo with or me. Or else like, it's three in the morning and you're getting a message. Oh. No, literally. <laughs> like, here, I, <laughs> like, I walk in the, the door. The get. And the ones that used to bully me in school, I'm saving over the bar. And mm. I'm like, Yeah, and they're all winking at you. Like, look at the cat track. Some of them, yeah, a few of them. But like, yeah. no, you definitely have a way more because you're in the George as well. Especially if anyone's coming out like, we're going to go to George, where else is it fell? Like some but, of them, they'd be popping up on grinding there as a blank one. They were like, if I could, I would, but you know, mm-hmm. all my friends. I was like, oh my God, you're probably hot. I was like, here, are you? Please just let me know. Look, but, like, you, I, I reckon that you'll get this as much as I do. Like I have uh, 290 something message requests on my Instagram that are just from married men, men that have kids, and men that like are friends with like my man Dan or like stuff like that. Jesus like there Christ. was a fella that owns a gym. I'm not gonna say what gym oh. it is, I'm not gonna say where it is. But he's married and has kids and was like hocking my phone ever on Instagram, blocks him on Instagram, hocking my phone ever on Messenger. And I he sent me a friend request on Snapchat and sent me a video of him driving by my house and zooming in on my phone door. Do you know that's harassment? A hundred percent harassment. I'm just telling you now. <laughs> oh, Annalise Keaton here from no, those getaway really, on order. Really. Uh, that's so weird. I literally bought a whole book yesterday by Ola <laughs> Davis. She's, I was watching her Oprah thing and I was amazing. crying. What? She's amazing. She used to have rats eating her neck when she was younger. She was poor and all. It was awful. I was like, this is... <laughs> I, so I was like, here, my tenner goes for it. I was like, in your big lovely oh mansion and all your millions now. God. Love you. But yeah, anywho. But yeah. So, so it went from harassment to Viola Davis, which is lovely. That was, it's a yeah, nice contrast. Nice you brought it in, hon. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so... But like, like uh, these kind of fellas would be the ones that would like... I, I remember about four years ago, I was getting the bus into work. Standing at a bus stop in Cherry Orchard now, strike one, like the neck of me, standing at a bus stop in Cherry Orchard past eight o'clock, you get a black cat <laughs> <chip up. laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of an actual black cat just getting flung out. <laughs> no, a viral. Like, like, Sabrina's a teenage witch. But, like an Opal Corsa pulled up and it car fully unflis. But like fellas that like are from my area, you know the lads kind of thing. <laughs> Shouting abuse out the window, tranny, he, she, lady, by the whole lot. But four out of five of them in the car texted me that night. Hey, uh, what's the story? Hello, John. I've been like, going through yeah. my thing and I'd have been like, there three, you are. Three in the morning. <laughs> hey, do you want to go for a walk? <laughs> three or four in the morning. Three, three, hey, do you want to go for a walk? That wasn't me. That, that was me, mate. Like, apologies and oh, stuff like course. that. But, like, 
Did you go for the walk? No, I okay. screenshot everything. I said, you, you, you message me on my family one more time. Then that, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. No. I'd tell I'd you. Oh, I'd be you. out I'll and everyone now. If it was me, I would be out and everybody. I'd be like, if you want to give me abuse, I really will destroy your life. So here we are. But that's that. That's the only thing that I can like really do is like have that as a fallback. My man says to me, "That's real dangerous. Don't threaten anyone with screenshots or anything like that." Cause my man's like that. Why are they like that? Because like, I don't know. Like no, no. I feel do like that's the way I grew up. Just to be that class. Yeah, it's just like look. If you get through school, doing what you have to do. And I was like, no, maybe if I didn't have to do and I concentrate, I could have done what I wanted to do. Yeah. Didn't really know what I wanted to do, but yeah, still. But like the first thing that you'll hear any Irish older person or yeah. parent say, right? Like my ma used to always say to me because the speculation around me being a lesbian is just heavy. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks <laughs> no, I'm you're gay. the biggest fag hat. I yeah. am. Yeah. I'm a lesbian woman trapped in a straight no, woman's yeah, body. I am. Like everybody. <laughs> Um, I'm hanging around I went used to go to war the dragon like I always felt so accepted and so happy in the LGBTQIA plus community (laughs) Jesus Christ and had that choking and that plus 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 I always felt so accepted there and because I danced growing up I would have been friends with a lot of gay males they were older than me so I always ended up in these sort of spaces and I idolised it I was never judged nobody ever stood in a corner looking you up and down if you're tumbling around the floors it was a great place to be and because I knew my friends were safe and happy themselves oh, it made it so much easier to enjoy yourselves when we were together and come here for everyone listening like see the way uh, Carly just said tumbling around like she's like a freestyle dancer she's doing illusions and all like in oh every I night, die you have me on spot legs on the stage now. Head, like <laughs> I like honest, but it makes me so happy that I can carry on like that because that is what I'm like. I'm mm. out there, but say if I carried on like that in 22, there'd be young ones throwing their elbows into your back and pouring drinks on you and all. Like people don't like that in in stray spaces because people is all competing for each other's attention. It isn't like that. Well, for me, it's not like that in the gay spaces because I'm not trying to catch anybody's attention. I'm just there to enjoy my time with my friends. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But do you not think lately, like in 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 gay spaces and in safe spaces and that. I think straight men have figured out that like straight women are going to these gay spaces to get away from men. Oh, attention. Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. it's and now it's come it's, it's become a thing where like I've been walking to be some fella in the corner and they're like, You out because like you're literally here trying to harass women. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. you're also intimidating the people that belong here. Yeah. Like yeah. I've I seen an article one time and actually got really upset over, I got really disheartened. And it was um straight people destroying yeah, uh, gay, gay places, places. nightclubs, places to be in on. But see, like, hen parties uh, coming in and swinging our drag queens and pulling at them and being like, oh, my God, he's real gay. Yeah. to him beside us. He's their little gay friend. That's not fair. But like, we, like, in the George, like, we have a policy. Like, we don't do, we don't accept hen parties or stag parties. And if we do, you now on the off chance, if it's a regular customer, we might. But there's no hen party paraphernalia. Like, no veils, no sashes, yeah, no, like, yeah. really straws around like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, nine, nine times out of ten, you have these women that come in and they watch one episode of RuPaul's Drag Race and they come in, they're like, yes! And you're like, like, hang on for a minute. This isn't somewhere that you need to be coming in and ogling at people and, like, trying to have this persona. You're in a bar. Respect the people around you. This is a space for everyone. It's inclusive. You're lucky you're here. Yeah, yeah. Bless you, I let in in the first place. But that's what I mean. And I'm so glad that I am ex- accepted in these spaces mm. that I do be with my friends because I don't carry on like that. I don't be swinging our people, mm. climbing up the drag queens, back out of picture, I get my son, come here, it's me. Like, it's, it's um, all very much like, just carry yourself. Calm yeah. the f- down and just yeah, there's something to be looked at and pointed at and poked at. Like, is there people you know, the people that are like, Oh my god, my like, I have an uncle that's gay. Or, no, oh, Jesus, like, do you know him? He's from right. Longford, like, don't want to know about our auntie's dog walkers, parakeet. Like, like, <laughs> makes no sense to me. So, I am curious to know when it first became apparent to you that you were a little bit different and you thought you, you might have been 
G-A-Y. I'd say 15. Like, yeah. I thought you would have... No, honestly, like, personally, I thought you would have known from younger. Did you no, not have an idea didn't. from when you were I younger? No, probably was like, no, I have a girlfriend and I kissed her and that's all I do. But that actual thought never entered your head until you were about 15? No, probably until, yeah, about 15. Wow. I know. Then I was like, oh, how do I do this? Because it is a real thing. You're like, oh my God, why mm. say this to me, ma? Because the way I look at it is, like, you come out of the womb and whoever's around it, like, me ma, like, me ma's the first, like, woman to ever love me for me, regardless. So, like, you're thinking, like, what if I say something that's going to break her heart? However, I kind of knew it would be accepting, but it's not like that for everyone. And you know what I mean? Like, people don't have that happy place to go to. Me brother and me dad, best things ever. The two men, two forced men to love me. Do you get me kind of you thing? You are blessed. So with I was blessed, but have. not everyone is. So yeah. if you're listening to me, basically go to your happy place and you know where everything is going to be good for and then go from there and keep them there in the background and mm-hmm. have them there with you if you feel so uncomfortable that you know they won't accept your kind of thing. Do you have any advice way. for anybody that probably wouldn't have such an accepting family? Like, do you? Like, I just like... Just find your happy place and people and, like, just do you. Like, the friends I have, you, for instance, like, all them, like, you are my happy place and you are my comfort zone and my safety net and blanket. That's a huge if, thing. If that's them, by all means, stick to them. Tell all them your problems, what you want to go through. Mm. List out the pros and cons of what may happen from going forward with this and then all you can do is move forward with it not every family is perfect yeah. there is toxic families I know everyone says look after man look after that that's not the point and that's not completely that's not agree it. do you get me well, pe- yeah. pe- people have this whole mentality like blood is thicker than water kind of thing but like it's not. if your family don't accept you like like Jesus like where, where I walk everyone that I walk with is basically like my second family Yeah. so like if your family you don't walk, necessarily you see them more you. than you see your family yeah that's everyone, very true everyone and also much of their listening as well by the oh. way it's been weeks but yeah, no, literally find your safety blanket, find the people that make you feel your authentic, lovely self that you're put on the planet to be. Go from there and then just see where it plans out. You're not going to be able to please everyone and not everyone is going to accept you for what you stand for or who you are as a person. But it's like, do you remember when you were in school and like you taught when you were in school, oh my God, is this what life is? Is this what life is going to be? Yeah. And then you finish school and it's completely different to what you actually thought it was going to be. You're like you I'm meet- actually open into the big bad world. Everything I learned yeah. in school is right. Yeah, like, why didn't I learn business? I don't know what a tracker mortgage is, but no, yeah, literally. I know how to solve X. Like, that oh, makes I know, no sense. Grand from the credit union. No problem. <laughs> yeah, can't balance it out. But, like, like, once you're out there, like, you meet so many different diverse people and it opens up your mind an awful lot more. If you're not liked in one in one, one regard, you will be liked in another. You have to be your authentic self because, to be honest with you, if I hadn't transitioned at 16, I would have transitioned in my 40s and 50s, but, like, that would have been 30 years of me being very unhappy as a person. It was inevitable that I was going to transition anyway. Mm-hmm. But the sooner I did, I was kind of better off. But like, there's no point suppressing how you feel just because you're afraid that you're going to like hurt someone else's feelings or you're going to That's very put other people in positions that they're not going to like you. And did you obviously transition sooner? Because like I said, me mom and dad and me brother are like me support system like is that why because you like you felt so open to them and they like, loved you like kind of thing like and you knew that they would accept it or I'm gonna say something that like I, I don't think I've actually ever said to a lot of people but like Ooh. you know you know small little things like so like when girls grow up and they go through that like little teenage phase like they learn like like how to like do their hair and all like I had to learn that at 16 I didn't know how to shave my legs when I was 16 and I stood in my bath and my mom shaved my legs when I was 16 <gasps> to show me how to shave my legs it was little things like being able to like 
do little feminine things like being able to paint my nails and like like I, I, I make a joke with my man I'm like Jesus I started using conditioner and now I'm a woman like I started off as like shampoo and then I use shampoo and conditioner and now I'm a woman like you stopped you know, using the seven and one stop and it, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. start using a little hair treatment then but like <laughs> it was seven small things small things that like you <laughs> 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 I'm like trying to Put all the seven in the morning ingredients in your head. I was like, what uh, did I do now? It's uh, oil for your car. <laughs> yeah, <we're> just, <laughs> anti-freeze. Uh, just go to a fella's house and open the door to show you five yeah. to seven in one. Trust me. And some of our boards lashes. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, we got a little bit sidetracked there. I really enjoyed that, to be honest. Um, yeah, it was just small things that I've, I felt like women that like were... Categorised as women from birth got to learn. I felt like I missed out on all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like my ma, Jesus, like she's the most supportive person ever. I have a tattoo on the back of my neck of the chemical structure of estrogen that my mom gave me the idea of getting. So I never forget to take me hormones. Every six months I have an appointment in the hormone clinic and they literally And like, you're into So if you just want to revolute patch, let's see. No idea, it cost me a fortune. It's basically like having a car and having a mortgage at the same time yeah. just to pay for hormones. But I go to this clinic every six months, they give me a little feel. Uh, they measure me waist, measure me hips, weigh me, check me blood pressure, and it's the most horrible thing ever. But my mom is be dragging me by the hair out of bed at six in the morning, being like, right, we need to go. She brings me, she shows up to all the appointments. She like is the one that like is by my side the most, and I'm so, 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 so grateful for that woman. Like She does absolutely everything for me, and it's... Yeah, it makes me a little bit upset even talking about No, it. I'm literally... So what we're saying is, if you don't have the privilege to have a mama P or mama B, um, yeah. find your mama P and mama B and someone, uh, hold yeah. on to them, keep them there for as long as possible, mm. and just, they'll help you grow and be you. Go where you celebrate it. Why are we fighting to force people to love us for who we are? Why do we chase people that don't love us authentically? Like, love isn't supposed to be difficult, whether it be in a family setting or whether it be in a friendship mm-hmm. or a relationship. If someone is supposed to love you, they will love you fully as you are. So that's what I mean by go where you're celebrated. Like, yeah. people will take you as you are. Yeah. It's not always going to be a case that people are going to fight you on what you want to be. Oh, yeah, no. I, I've literally only learned that, like, about two years ago. Yeah. Like, remember when I, like, started Instagram and I'd be sending them to Alison, someone the messages, and she's like, Sean, I don't need you to keep sending me these to let me know how amazing you are. I know this. And I was like, I'm just letting you know that this is what they're sending me. She's like, and you probably have hundreds after that, which I do. And she sent me down one day and she was like, I have three things I want to teach you. Can't remember what they are, but she taught me them when she's happy and has a little checklist. But I just feel like I've kept running, but my feet stopped moving now. Do you get me? Yeah. That's where I feel yeah. like I'm at with myself now and it's took 27 years. Yeah. Like it's, it's hard, but like... Yeah, eventually will there I feel like life is like one big yellow brick road but like some people feel that like at the end of the yellow brick road they're going to get all the missing pieces handed to them but it's never ending it's that's not what life is about it's not like it's not that like it's never ending and it's only you at the end of it it's only going to be the biggest person that you can be at the end of it yeah. eventually all them pieces come to like true obstacles in life and you, you'll find true it celebration, true celebration true heartache everything. true heart like, celebrate that's everything because you are never guaranteed tomorrow that's so go to credit and get sort of grand so you can uh, like me. Literally. One thing, again, that I'm really curious about, and I'm sure there's the people that are a lot more curious than me about it. How in Ireland, because I know we're quite backwards and very slow moving with a lot mm-hmm. of things, how in Ireland do you go about starting your transition? Is it a thing that you go to your GP and have a discussion or what way does it work? So basically, a lot of GPs and a lot of family doctors don't have 
the necessary education and background in order to like deal with these kind of issues and like sometimes like my GP is still even asking me questions about stuff that she should really know but she didn't learn it she, she learned it out of a book in 1998 yeah, she's yeah, in college yeah. studying medicine but if you want to go about transition go down the hormone replacement route you go to your GP your GP asks you to get a psychiatric referral so I have seven jeez <laughs> I had oh to have God. I had to sit in front of seven psychiatrists. And you have to and pay for these, don't you? And pay for them. I was Skyping I was Skyping him and paying him two hundred euro a session. Jesus. And I had nine sessions for him to send me a letter. That's eighteen hundred quid. I paid him for him to send me a letter saying, Yes, this person suffers with um not only a disorder of sexual development, but like psychologically gender mm. dysphoria and so many issues regarding her gender. So I this ha- man got to decide that for you for yeah. eighteen hundred euros. You That's have, yeah. you yeah. have, you have to sit in front of someone and jump through hoops and make like make prove, them believe essentially. Prove, yeah. yeah. So once that's done, once you get like, I think you need like two or three, once you get them, your GP will send your information alongside them referrals to the only clinic in Ireland that deals with trans healthcare and it's called Lachlan Sound, but it's in Column Kills Hospital. Uh, They are shocking. I'm not going to lie. They are. I'm delighted very, you're saying this on here because bad. I'd rather people know this going forward. The waiting list is two years. You have to jump through hoops. Like you go in, they treat you like like an experiment like you're going in they're like poking and prodding you and the whole lot and they're like so short staffed like uh, like if I run out hormones I can't get through to them like, I remember eat. you telling me this yeah so like I'm forced to like literally go to my GP and bomb my eyes out she's not really supposed to be prescribing me hormones but she will because I can't get through to you like if I'm not taking me hormones then like it's it's messing with my messing my endocrinological yeah. cycle like yeah. but like yeah the waiting list at the minute is like two years you go after two years and then they know that you've been socially transitioning for two years so mm. you have this appointment and they the first appointment they don't give you any medication man they'll have a chat with you they'll take your blood and they'll go come back in six months you go back in six months they put you on like a testosterone blocker so I'm on a t- uh, testosterone blocker now called Zolidex and I was on that for my cancer yeah so <laughs> now now here funny, funny thing, enough funny now it's go- Gooserellin it's called but the funny thing about that is if you read the instruction leaflet of Zolidex it'll say for breast cancer remission for prostate cancer but will not say anything about the indications for a transition the same with the estrogen I take on the leaflet it won't say the indication for a transition from male to female it's so taboo like even the hormone clinic that I go to I go and sit in the diabetic ward with people with the with, with the gangrene toes from not, take, not taking their insulin and yeah. they're going in to get their blood sugars and all there's no nothing no signs no indication nothing on their website to say that they deal with trans health no mention of you people no mention of us people <laughs> and here I am yeah. sitting beside the 16 year old woman called Eileen she's got her blood sum for her diabetes and I'm the only trans woman in the hall yeah, and she's clinic. like what are you here for what love? are you here for I'm like ah oh, James I'm here for me sciatica me <laughs> 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 but like the testosterone blocker that you get after your second one um, there's like two dosages so like the first one you get you inject it into your stomach every four weeks for the first three dosages and then you go on a higher one like a 12.6 and that's for uh, 12 weeks at a time it's three months but you inject that into your stomach and it stops your brain from producing testosterone so you have to be on that for 12 weeks before you start your estrogen so it kills the the testosterone in your body stops your brain producing it then you start your estrogen but like I'm transitioning nearly seven years and I'm still probably three or four years away from my final surgery to finish my transition because there's no I surgeons. I asked you that about two years ago. Yeah. Remember you were telling me like I'm going about this? Yeah. Like that's like about but six like, years now. I've had it. I've had it. It's a few bits and bobs done now but like we, we won't go into that. But um, 
I am waiting. Yeah, absolutely ages. There's no surgeons in Ireland that can actually do sexual reassignment surgery. It's not a thing in Ireland. So if I want to have sexual reassignment surgery, I go to uh, England is one, Belgium, Canada or Thailand. Oh, but see, like yeah. Thailand, Thai, Thailand, it's, it's expensive in Thailand, but it's also brilliant because they do that on a daily basis. Daily it, basis. It's what their kind yeah. of key to you know what? Yeah. Do you know what's freaking me out? Like there is one specific surgery that I have to go to England for. But once I go to England and have this surgery, when I come back to Ireland, no doctor is going to touch me if I have a complication when I come back oh to God, Dublin. Oh God, no, straight because back Because it's not over, their yeah. work. Yeah. Oh, so here's like me, Bob, yeah. yeah, but like that's me now, Bob, and back and over, like, Bobbing back and forward over from Hollyhead, like just because I have a little bit of spot now. Well, imagine I mean? you're bent up, say something did go really wrong, and you have to try and travel then while yeah. you're really unwell. Like, so you're not like allowed to fly if you're, if you're really yeah. rag order. Do you know that way? But like the process of the surgery, there, there's, there's a new technique out recently. Okay. So the first technique for it, it's, it's called a vaginoplasty. So they basically make a vagina for you. Right. And the first technique, the technique that's been tried and tested for years, is just your your run of the mill vaginoplasty. Mm-hmm. They get rid of the testicles, use the ball sack or scrotum as like the vaginal lips. They cut the head of the penis in half. One half is the clitoris, and then put the other half. I've seen the video. The nerve endings is there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That was tried and tested for years. Yeah, but. If you want to have more depth and like self lubricate, there's another one, and it's like, um, can you do that? Yeah. So this one no, is called um, a tra- transrectal sigmoid vaginoplasty. I think it's called. Well, very good, Chip. So they take a part of your colon and put that into the back of the vagina, and it self lubricates, well. which means like it has basic function very of good. of like a biological vagina. But the one that I'm going for, and the one that I'm literally buzzing about, is that like they take a part of your um your peritoneum, like your abdominal muscle. Okay. And they put that into the back as well. But it's like seven grand more expensive, so it's costing about 19 and a half grand. Ah, well, if you're going for a girl, go you for it. Well you may take the shiniest, newest no, one, please. The Argos catalogue. Remember with yeah, that? <laughs> go to the Argos, a little six-digit number. Have that one, please. Yeah. But yeah, it's like the healthcare in Ireland is absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Like they prescribed me hormones here a couple of years ago and my hormone levels were supposed to be between three and 500 and they were 1,200 and something. You like a dog and he? Like a dog in heat, right? Like humping, <laughs> humping door frames. You know, <laughs> right. like, humping that's so dangerous. Wood. Like I was getting really bad headaches, nausea, vomiting. I got a blood clot in my shoulder. Nearly had but a stroke. It goes to show how careless they were and what they mm. were prescribing. One hundred percent. Don't care. No. But don't my favorite part of it all is what? is people always say. Them trans now see all them looking for the attention. They're only transitioning for the attention. Like, um, do you think that 45 grand is looking for attention? <laughs> do you think that I am putting all this into my body, self-injecting, spending hours and hours and hours in waiting rooms? Do you think that this is all for a bit of crack, crack and a bit of attention? Yeah. Are you well, Mary? Like, I just think it's bizarre. Yeah, it's all for the attention. If you see in the trouble that people that have gender dysphoria are like that, were born mm-hmm. into sex, go through. I wonder would you still be singing the same tune if it was your child, if it was your family members and looked at the grief that you have to experience to be who you were born. Born to be. It shouldn't be so difficult. Like it really shouldn't be so difficult, especially in Ireland. But like there also needs to be a little bit more like gender focused therapy. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Like here's a conversation about therapy. Like I've been to a couple of therapists in order to get a diagnosis as someone that suffers with gender dysphoria. But... There's an awful lot of therapists out there that aren't very well versed in gender issues. So, mm-hmm. like, there's no point in me, let's say if I have an issue around my, my gender, there's no point in me going to a run of the mill therapist if they're not going to be able to understand how to get to the root of the problem. Yeah. And, like, the, the other therapists that they have, like, the other therapists that are around that are, are kind of versed in gender issues are booked up to the hilt for like three and a half years yeah. mm-hmm. and could basically only take you out before they get into bed. Here, I'll give you a ring before I get into bed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, they're that busy. So, 
I don't know, there needs to be a little bit more, there needs to be a lot more focus on the healthcare. Well, even as regards to school systems, you will never hear, like, about gender dysphoria you will never hear about the gender issues in, in your run of the mill sex no. program that you learn about in school I never heard of anything like that in my life now that's gone back years and years and years I'm not sure what it's like now but I highly doubt that's being taught because I, I know kids that so. are in secondary school are kids that were like that coming into secondary school that had no idea what trans was yeah. or they, they're learning more on TikTok now than yeah, they are in pop school like even my niece like my niece is nine and like when I transitioned, like, she was two, but, like, she's, like, aware that I'm trans, intersex, yeah. but, like, I heard her the other day, like, she, she came over to my house, and uh, she was playing on, like, the landing on top of the stairs with her friend, and her friend didn't know me, but, like, like knew me, but, like, didn't know yeah, anything yeah. about me, and I'm walking from the front door into the kitchen, and I'm walking in the hall, and they're upstairs on the landing, and the little girl looked at me, I mean, he kind of looks over and goes, that's my auntie, my auntie used to be my uncle, like, I can hear her kind of like sh- 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 like whispering yeah, to the little girl, yeah. and I'm like, I love that. Like, like she's trying to educate her about yeah, that. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it was just so sweet. And like sometimes she'd ask me like little questions, and I'll, like she asked me a question, like how did you just come up with Page, the name Page? Mm-hmm. So my birth name began with a P, and <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you? John, I <laughs> I'm no, about to so I'm bold. about to throw a keyboard at Sean. Look at Ian hopping up out of the He's over there like, what's it, what's it? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> but when I was 16, me and my mum sat down. You know, don't, I, I don't go down on a red drink, but me and my mum got locked on wine when I was 16. <laughs> and uh, we looked at a bit of Colin's baby dictionary and stuck with the same letter from my birth name. And we decided... Like a Kardashian now, yeah. Like Kardashian, but come here. I lived as Jade for three months, four, three months, my children. Wow. J A Y D E. Never oh, forget. Of course, it was J A Y D E. Uh, I had to be, be different. Yeah, like you. string fellows going around. <laughs> 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 it was one of them. Make it stripper. Put a yeah. Y in. Yeah, Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you that now, Crystal B. Oh my God. Crystal no. B. Crystal no. B. This is like water for the tip. That's where you get your, your bit on. Me, Crystal, crystal B. B. <laughs> Come here, I have a question that I'm thinking here while uh, we're talking. Absolutely. So when you have everything fully done, mm. surgery done and dusted, yeah. obviously, how are you, like, are you still going to approach these men and say it? I will tell somebody when I feel, feel like it's, it's necessary for them to know. Mm-hmm. Before that, it's no one's business. No one's business. So yourself. let's say for instance, like, like, this is a real taboo thing. Like, my, my mad has been like to me, you have to let them know, you have to let them know. Aww. What if you meet someone and you go home with them and, like, have a one-night stand and they find out about it and punch their head off you? That's Fair. my main So valid, like, so yeah. valid. But, like, if I have no intentions of going any further with a fella, why why does that need to be yeah. to be said? You know, I, I do get you. both sides of the argument. But, like, I always thought in my head that, like, once I go and, like, my transition's finished surgery-wise, then that's it. That's not it. It's like not it. I'm not going to wake no. up after surgery, like in a hospital bed, and be like, "Oh, it's me bleeding seven time here." But I'm awake now. It's finished. Everything's done. It's it's actually not. But I don't believe that. Like you said, if you're going to have a one night stand and you're fully transitioned, Paige, I don't think that you have to say to them, "Oh, by the way, like you're you're not planning on starting a future with yeah. them. You're, you're not." People planning feel betrayed, so Carly. Fellas uh, feels like that. Uh, you but, have betrayed me. You put a knife in my back. You lied to me. Yeah, but it's not like you were asking them to tell me every single detail about your life. Sorry, Mr. I'm only after meeting you. Can I get your PPS? Yeah, yeah do you know what back. I mean? Your Should people get offended if you ask their sexual history before you sleep with them now? Like, like I am so psychotic about like getting checked and stuff. Like, I'm really fucking strange about that. And people make you feel like a psychopath for asking that, sorry, when was the last time like you were checked? Or like, people make you feel yeah. insane for that. Oh, yeah. That's just you looking after your yeah. safety. But you're not causing anybody any 
harm, especially Paige, again, if you're fully transitioned, you're not putting anybody in harm's way. But like, I find myself now recently, like, not even wanting to go near, like, or engage in relationships or engage in things with people anymore for the simple fact that, like, what I'm doing with my transition, I'm not finished it yet. I'm finding it not hard, but like I'm navigating it myself. I don't want to be in a relationship with someone and have to hold them, ha- like hold their hand, and have them feel the need to to go and do this with me. And like, there's like seven months recovery for for my next surgery. Like my next surgery is like huge, and there's such a long recovery period. I don't want them to be like feel like feel like they have to sit by my bedside while I'm recovering. I feel like this is something I have to do by myself. Then I'll open myself up. Why I'm don't do that? No, don't do that. Cause I done that when I was sick, and that's wrong. So, and I'm actually getting a little bit upset now. No, it's not right because out. when, no, because when I was going through cancer, I would say like that, I I didn't stop talking to people. Do you know what I'm saying? But I ripped myself off. Like, and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't get to like anybody. I let anybody get to know me. Yeah, I let anybody near me because they don't deserve to have this put on them. No, it's not putting that on anyone. Again, you are who you are. I was who I was. If somebody wanted to get to know me in that state and wanted to be with me in that state, I should have, if I obviously was attracted back to them, given them that opportunity and allowing myself to be happy as mm-hmm. well. But I didn't because I was just like, oh, no, no, they don't deserve this. No, Paige, if someone loves you true and true and they want to be there with you and want to hold your hand voluntarily and want to be there for you, allow them. Uh, only if you have a genuine connection. But don't be cutting things off and don't be saying things like that because you deserve everything. Yeah. But come here, like, I, have, I have a very, very, very bad, um, bad habit of liking fellas and going for fellas that I shouldn't no, and that are absolutely wrong but like I seen the TikTok today and like you remember on in Charlie and Chocolate Factory he's like good morning sunshine the earth says <laughs> yeah, hello yeah it's always the and nice it's, it's always the nice fellas <laughs> and you have the fucking ick like small little, little things like that give me the ick stuff like that dirty fingernails you know the rest yeah all that kind of stuff gives me the ick but like here's me after being away there for the last three days with a fella that I'm absolutely mad about and I know he's mad about me and Maybe it's literally she's mad about it and yeah you are I? No. I mean, not where you live. I know. No, I, I really don't. They don't I'm going to break your ass. But, like, it's, it's, it's those kind of people that, like, you end up being fallen for. Well, Paige, that is a, probably, it sounds like an inner thing that you have to work on yourself mm, because yeah. you're accepting the attention <laughs> of these people. Come here, and I'm not sitting here on my high horse. This feels like uh, an intervention. Yeah, <laughs> no. I'm not sitting here on my high horse because I have accepted what I thought was love and what I thought was genuine likeness from yeah. people like this when it, it's not. Like mm. that, love doesn't have to be complicated. Love doesn't have to be forced. If you want to be with me, you will be with me wholeheartedly and it'll be true your own choice. Right. So. Mm. You deserve much more You deserve You're the director of your own life You can't change the past But you can change How your play is going to be Moving forward This is taking you No well the (laughs) torn is Getting torn off So Sean Can you tell the people That we are now live Now that we're finally live Because Ian got his head up So um, (laughs) That we Can now Absolutely go ahead And start putting Suggestion boxes up Everything you wanted Send us an email If you have Several topics you want to talk about, and we will go from there. Yeah, and you can contact us on the That's What I Heard podcast Instagram. Send us a little message and let us know what you want Literally to hear. Literally what I us. said. But yeah. You said an email. You never said about the we page. Have the email on the page. Yeah, but they can text the page, Sean. Yeah, and they can email. From yeah, kill. Well, I was just reminding them. Yeah, well, you don't need to. Well, I did. Sit back down. So here we are. Thanks, everybody. See you next week.